0: I'm Matt Prittis, and welcome to Benched. In this podcast, we look back on some of the biggest scandals in the history of world sport. Let's get into it.
1: Here we go. Here it is. Oh no! There, out there! It's gonna fly. It's gone. Oh, it's there. The miracle of grass needs to be in perfect. He is. He's got the most impossible goal. Just
0: on today's episode, we'll look at the Essendon Football Club doping scandal and its effect on the club, the coach, and the sporting community. Joining me in the studio today is James Hurd, the Essendon head coach at the time of the scandal. James, welcome.
1: Hi, Matt. It's great to be on the show today. Thanks for having me and allowing me to share my side of the story. Uh, you know, this has been such a big issue in my life and has shaped me to where I am now. So it's great to get off my chest.
0: Thanks, James. Let's get into it. So for those who don't know, the Essendon drug scandal was a lengthy saga involving the misuse of the peptide AOD 9604 in the Essendon Football Club. The players and the staff of the team were involved in a lengthy legal fight with the AFL, the Australian Sporting Anti-Doping Authority, and the World Anti-Doping Agency. This spanned from early 2013 to early 2016, which concluded in a year ban for the coach, who eventually was pressured into retiring, and a 12-month ban for the 34 players found guilty of doping. James, can you tell me a little bit about the scandal from your eyes?
1: Well, Matt, I think it was around 2013 when I heard about the footy club reporting a suspected misuse of performance-enhancing drugs within the club. And at the time, I was unaware that the team was going against regulations. Instead, I remember thinking that it was all just a misunderstanding somewhere along the line. And, you know, to my surprise, while all this was happening, I was injected myself. Um, I later found out that there was certainly in breach of the anti-doping regulations. And I can just remember right after the self-report, I heard the Australian Crime Commission's report on the widespread use of drugs in Australia, which they dubbed the blackest day in Australian sport, which caused quite a stir in the sporting community at the time and made me instantly think what the hell was going on.
0: Was that when you were um, the first asked to think about standing down?
1: Uh, yeah, at the time, the crisis manager, Elizabeth Lucan, suggested it to me. And though there was a lot of heat on me from the newspapers, I knew that this was not my fault and that I was innocent. Uh, so, you know, I sort of stuck to that. And, you know, that's why I decided to stay on as head coach despite my time being short lived.
0: And, James, around that time, I remember seeing the interview with Joe Watson on Fox Footy when he said he'd been injected with these AODs. He said that he'd been asked to sign a consent form and led to believe that the drugs were legal. Were you asked to sign this as well before you were injected?
1: Uh, yes, I was, Matt, as I too was led to believe that they were legal. And so, at the time, there was no reason for me not to sign it.
0: Yeah, Um. and also uh, after that, three days later, he single-handedly led Essendon to a seven-point victory against my team at the time, the Eagles. And um, he was booed a lot by the home fans because it was seemed quite unfair that someone who admitted to being on illegal performance-enhancing drugs would be allowed to keep on playing. And um, there was also a talk of Essendon losing premiership points.
1: Uh, yes, we were approached by the AFL about what sanctions we would accept. And during the meeting with them, there was lots of talk of losing points or sanctions for me. And this was about when I really realised how serious this all was. And despite me not being responsible for it, I knew they were still going to try and hold me accountable.
0: And we'll get um, you the details of that after this ad break. Halftime Break, brought to you by Bonnie's Warehouse. Lowest prices are just the beginning. That's our policy. Look, Mom, no hands. <laughs> Did someone say KFC? I don't care. I love it. If you bet $20 or more for any game in round three and your team leads at halftime, we'll pay you out immediately. Better your bet with Tab Touch. And we're back from the ad break. Well, it did turn out that you were held responsible. And in August, two months later, the AFL Commission ruled that the Essendon of football club had used banned um, substances on players without their knowledge, and in doing so, exposed the players to significant health risks. For this, your club was fined $2 million, which was the largest um, fine on any club in Australian sporting history. You were also unable to compete in the final series, which was... Um, you were going to qualify for in around seventh place. Um, you were unable to have draft picks from round one and two in the 2014 season, and um, you, you personally were banned from uh, AFL for a year. At this point, did you believe that the whole whole controversy was over and you could um, that your club could start over and get over this?
1: Yes, Matt. It seemed like we had got through the controversy and that we could finally start to rebuild and start again. There was talk of more penalties for the next couple of months, but nothing came to pass until about almost a year later, I think, where 34 of my players were found to have been injected with Thymosin beta-4, which was another performance-enhancing drug deemed illegal by the ASADA. You know, that was the start of a whole new investigation.
0: Um, that was the case that ran for nine months in the AFL Anti-Doping Tribunal. The final result, which was a surprise, released in 20, April 2015, stated that the players were found not guilty of um, doping. But then more evidence came to light, and that started the um, WADA's appeal of the decision. Was this when you decided to write the resign as head coach?
1: That is right. I just felt like while I was coached, there was no way that the club could move on from this. Three months later, the, later, the appeal started in Sydney court of arbitration, which handed down its judgment a month later. 34 players, including 12 current Essendon players, being banned for two years.
0: The result of this scandal was that 12 of the current players of Essendon were unable to play. This meant that Essendon needed to find new players. This resulted in Essendon coming 15th out of 18th in the latter in 2015, and then 18th in 2016. You were personally affected a lot by this scandal. Can you tell me a little bit about how you coped off the whole incident?
1: Yes, Matt. I didn't cope well with it after I retired. It's I spiralled into a big state of depression. It went so far that I had a prescription drug overdose in 2017. I've mostly recovered though now with the help of people at Beyond Blue and the loving support of my family.
0: Thanks, James. That's all we have time for today. Listeners, don't forget to tune in next week while we delve into the Australian cricket ball tampering scandal. Thanks and see you next week on Benched. Woo! Thank you.